Welcome to today's episode of the Normalized Surrogacy Podcast by Surrogacy Mentor. I'm your host, Carrie Flamer-Powell, experienced gestational surrogate, surrogacy agency founder, and owner of Surrogacy Mentor, where our aim is to help surrogates match with reputable surrogacy agencies for a safe, ethical, and enjoyable surrogacy journey. Today, I'm excited to have experienced gestational surrogate, Cece Lindsay, with us today. Welcome, Cece. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to chat with you. So you have done how many journeys? So uh, this, the one that I am doing now would be my third. Um, I did one in 2015, but it ended in a a miscarriage. So I, I consider myself three and a quarter. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. So you have lots of experience to share with our listeners today, which is amazing. So let's sort of just start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about you, your family, and what originally led you to surrogacy. Well, uh, like she said, my name's Cece. I am 41 years old. I have two teenagers. Um, I have a son who's 16 and a daughter who just turned 15. Um, I initially learned about surrogacy. Um, I think that I was Googling um, egg donation, mm-hmm. but I was also past that age cutoff. Right. Uh, yeah. It's very limited on the egg donation. Yes. Very. <laughs> um, but I noticed that a lot of things kept coming up as far as surrogacy and I really didn't know what that was. So I did a lot of Google searches and I thought back to my own pregnancies and I was like, wow, I mean, other than my first 12 weeks of nausea, I was like, I had smooth sailing throughout my whole, whole pregnancies. It was amazing. And I miss it so much. So Mm -hmm. I just, I don't even know how I found that first agency. Um, I think I just did a couple of Google searches. I found an application for one. I returned it and everything just sort of went uphill very fast from there. Um, But yeah, I had amazing experiences with my own pregnancies and I always missed being pregnant. I just didn't miss the baby part. Right. (laughs) Baby home. (laughs) That's super common for women who become surrogates is that they're, they love being pregnant. They had easy pregnancies or maybe not easy, but you know, relatively uncomplicated and enjoyable pregnancies. Right. And they miss being pregnant, but they don't want any more kids of their own. And so this is kind of a natural fit. Yes, ma'am. So that first journey was, you said 2015? My very first journey was, um, she was born 2014. So she just turned nine a couple of days ago. Oh, that's Um, awesome. My second journey um, is the one that ended in miscarriage in 2015. Um, and then my, um, my actual second journey to completion, uh, she was born April 15th on tax day, uh, 2017. So she just had her sixth birthday and the one that I am on now, I just had my first, I've been released from my clinic and I'm now on to OB and I had my first OB appointment today. So she's nine weeks, one day. And this is a little one. It's a sibling journey for my last, my last, um, my last surrogate baby. I love that. Well, congratulations. That's really awesome. So 
Um, tell me a little bit about um, how did your family or your partner or spouse, if you were with someone at the time, how did they react to your wanting to be a surrogate and actually doing it as well as your kids? What was the response? Um, at the time, at my first one, I did have a boyfriend at the time, a long-term boyfriend. Um, he just wanted to make sure I was going to be safe throughout the whole thing. Um, you know, you never know what kind of complications. That's what he was thinking about. He was thinking further ahead than I was. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about being pregnant. Right. <laughs> Um, but he was with whatever I was with. Um, he was there. He was a great support system. Um, my kids were much younger at the time. So I think I was dealing with a five and a seven, uh, um, a six and a seven year old at that time. Mm-hmm. So of course I had to explain to them, um, you know, mom's going to be pregnant. This is not a baby that we're going to bring home. Uh, right. There's a lot of surrogacy books um, mm-hmm. that we read together, just letting them know, you know, we're going to be doing this for someone, providing a gift for someone. Um, my very first intended parents were amazing. They talked with, um, they, my kids were on the phone calls and everything. So they got to speak with them and ask yeah. any questions that they need, that they needed. Um, my mom's always the the worry wart. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you right. know, even even to this day, she's still, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, mom, I'm nine weeks pregnant now. Right. I it's hope happening. This is all. Um, you know, she's the one who's always thinking of, you know, what could go wrong. And she's seen everything and everything has been amazing. Um, families have been amazing. So she's she's lightened up quite a bit. But friends, they're always they're they've always backed me up and they they've been great support systems. I've had a great support system all around. That's really neat. Was there ever anyone in your life that was like completely against it or just absolutely like I don't get this at all? No, no, I haven't had anyone that was like, I don't I don't know why you're doing this. You know, even my mom, you know, she had her opposition. She was. And it wasn't the fact that she didn't want me to do it. It was just, she just wanted to make sure I was safe. Right. That, you know, when it came to delivery time, that I was going to be safe there in the hospital, you know, I was going to get the care that I needed. Mm -hmm. So it it was never like, I don't want you to do this. She just wanted to make sure I was okay. So I've never had anyone in my life that was, no, I don't, I don't think you should be doing this. I mean, everyone asks the weird questions, you know, (laughs) <laughs> yes, we've all heard them. Yes. The what were the ones you heard? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I've never had anyone in my life that's just been a complete opposition to this, no. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good. And so your kids have seen you go through all of these journeys. So now as teenagers, what are they saying about you doing it again? Um, my daughter actually asked me, she's like, so she's like, I get, you know, I, I get it. She's like, you're having a baby for someone else. You know, she's like, she understands the whole process. She goes, do you ever want to have a baby for yourself again? I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> no, honey, <laughs> we've passed. <laughs> you're right. 15 and your brother is 16. We don't start over from here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, there are people who do start over, but I I'm, I'm not one. Right. Um, but they, 
they're just, they are an even bigger support system because now they can help me out a lot, mm-hmm. you know, getting the dogs out and, right. you know, if I need, if my daughter makes me food all the time. So it's, it's, it's been a lot better since they've been, since they're older and they help out a lot, much, a lot more. So that's really sweet. They've been great. That's very sweet. Oh, I love that. So tell, let's talk about your journey. So your very first journey, um, we don't um, obviously reveal like identifying information, but what mm-hmm. can you tell us about like the parents that are the parents that you carried for? Were they international? Were they gay, straight, single? So my very first intended parents, uh, straight couple uh, from New Jersey. Um, I... It, they were the very first couple that, um, that I spoke with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they selected my profile from the agency and we spoke and everything just went uphill from there. And that it was amazing with them, mm-hmm. um, you know, meeting them and they came in for the birth and mm-hmm. everything was just, that was just like, if I had to base surrogacy on anything, that one was the most perfect one. Right. And we still, we still talk, we're still friends on social media. So I still get pictures of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had her ninth birthday a couple of days ago. Um, but yeah, they're just uh, a regular couple from New Jersey. They, this would be, this is her first and his second. Got it. Oh, that's amazing. And then um, you say so your second journey, I know you said ended in miscarriage. So you're she was a share not share as, yeah, yeah, as much she was as you a single intended mother. That. And she had, unfortunately, she just had the one embryo left and it, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be hard with um, single intended mothers if they're using their own eggs um, yes. and she was. She was. And the only thing I have to say, as far as, you know, if you're, you know, intended parents, just get the genetic testing done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my doctor, cause it's easy. It's really easy as a story get to blame yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, what did I do wrong? What did my body do wrong? Um, and you know, that was what my doctor wanted to avoid me doing at the time. So she tested those embryos herself. And she was like, this baby would not, could have, it could have been born, but it would not have survived. Um, so, you know, I just, as for intended parents, I just say, get the testing done, just get it. Right. And to clarify for people that might not know what you're talking about, and we've done an episode of the podcast, um, early on about embryos. Um, so it's genetic testing that can be done at the embryo stage before there's ever a pregnancy to rule out things like Down syndrome or trisomies or anything that um, needs to be flagged for a pregnancy, right? Before you actually transfer the embryo to the surrogate. Yes. Yes. And so that is an option that intended parents have. It is an additional cost, but it's, as you said, it's well worth it to hopefully avoid you know, heartbreak for everyone involved. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, absolutely. I can relate to that. I miscarried a twin during my surrogacy pregnancy and Mm -hmm. thankfully it was early enough that it wasn't um, Mm -hmm. like harmful to the other baby. And he's going to be nine years old this year. So it all worked out, but it is, as you mentioned, hard not to blame yourself when there's any kind of loss for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so this 
current journey is your, your the next journey after that one, right? Um, so I had another I had one journey. after I had the the um baby girl born April 15th. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Your, after my miscarriage. Um, and the current one that I'm carrying is also for them. They are a married couple, straight couple that live in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I met them through um, my original agency. I found them through a Google search and mm-hmm. <laughs> everything was great with them. Um, so after she was, that was also a sort of uneventful pregnancy. She was just big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to, you know, my son was seven, four, my daughter, seven, two, my first surrogate baby, seven pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she, she weighed in at seven pounds at 36 weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Whoa. And then she had a short umbilical cord. So she kept, yeah. she, she gave me a run for my money. Yeah. I bet but she was born on April 15th, 2017, and it was an uneventful birth. Everything went as smoothly as possible. She was brought into the world at eight pounds, nine ounces. Wow. That's great. That's <laughs> and awesome. I don't expect anything less from this one. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Yeah. My surrogate, um, the little boy I delivered a surrogate was 9.2 pounds. <laughs> Oh my. And that was 39 that was 14 weeks. ounces. So I can't complain. <laughs> my, I was my mom's biggest baby too. Oh my gosh. Well, you know what? I, I think a little bit bigger is always a little bit better. I love it. She was definitely a ham. That's really sweet. After I had my last surrogate baby, I thought that was going to be my last surrogate baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a call because, you know, they check in and you're like, so we just want to see if you're still interested in doing any journeys or anything like that. And it was one of those things that was on my mind, but I wasn't sure I, the reason I wasn't sure I wanted to do another surrogacy with them. It was, they are a great agency and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. They are East coast. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, let's look into this. Um, Let's try West coast. Right. And, you know, I just wanted a different experience. Um, and so I actually, I found all family surrogacy on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I Google, I went through all of my surrogacy stuff because I was still a member of the pages. And so, you know, if you say anything um, or Google anything, Facebook is like, obviously you want to do this. <laughs> so all right. Give you all the ads. Right. And all families was one of the ads that came up. And so I did a little research into the, the business and, um, I was like, this looks like a, an amazing agency. And so I filled out all the paperwork, had my zoom with Courtney mm-hmm. and everything uphill from there. And so then I was actually in the process of being matched with another family mm-hmm. when I had a random phone call from um, my current intended parents. Mm-hmm. And we talked for a little bit and she was like, well, the real reason for my call was to see if you would even be interested in doing like a sibling or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, honestly, I was like, that would be great. I, I mean, it was completely thwarting the reason why I chose a different agency because I was like, I wanted to see what it was like on the West coast. Right. I'm still back on the East coast. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, so everything. So I brought them over to all families mm-hmm. um, and here we are, we are, 
We are in our ninth week now. (laughs) That's great. And so how are you liking things with all families? I love everything with all families. Um, A lot of communication. I love that. Um, There, you know, there were some instances with my last uh, agency where I kind of feel like they disappeared on me a little bit sometimes, or it was hard to get a hold of someone, but I love that I'm able to get a hold of my coordinator all the time. And she was a surrogate herself. She just delivered. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) But still communication, amazing still. She, you know, before she went in, she made sure that everyone had the contact information for someone that they were supposed to contact. Um, Mm -hmm. When she was back on her feet, it was right back to it. So Mm -hmm. I've had the best communication. Everything has been amazing. We had some bumps in the road getting here, but we are here and Mm -hmm. it's been great. I love it. Well, I always love hearing good things about the agency that I founded and that Everything is still going well over there at all families. So that's amazing. And I'm, I agree that Tawny is amazing and yes. she is, she's just really good at what she does. Absolutely. So what sort of advice would you give as now a three time, three and a quarter time surrogate? Um, what, what advice would you give to women who are listening that are thinking, you know what, maybe I want to look into becoming a surrogate. What advice would you give them? Just make sure you have all of your ducks in a row as far as your support system, number one. Um, That's going to be a major part of you being a surrogate. Um, It's really easy to feel alone Mm -hmm. in this. Um, So just make sure that the people in your life are the people that are going to be there to, to support you, not stress you out. If you need anything, you have someone that you can call for these things. You know, if you have nausea at the beginning of your pregnancy and you are basically immobile, like I usually am, Mm -hmm. just make sure you have someone in your life that you can call on to just either be with you or, you know, sit with you, talk to you, get you snacks, um, (laughs) be in the room with you when, (laughs) when you just need someone there. So just make sure your support system is, is solid. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, it's important for every surrogate. Absolutely. And I think it's really important for surrogates who are single moms, because there's all sorts of, there's married, there's partnered, there's single, um, just like there are all sorts of parents, right? And so having that support network, whether it's a partner or not, um, making sure it's solid and strong is super important. Yes. I think that's really solid advice. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate getting to meet you and hearing about your journeys and just super excited for this new one that you're on now. And uh, just thank you so much for your time. No problem. Nice to meet you and appreciate it. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Normalized Surrogacy Podcast by Surrogacy Mentor. Again, I'm your host, Carrie Flamer-Powell, and I want to again thank our very special guest today, Cece, for joining us. Be sure to check us out online at surrogacymentor.com. If you're interested in knowing whether surrogacy is right for you, take our easy two-minute quiz on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to learn more about gestational surrogacy and how to have a safe, ethical, and enjoyable surrogacy journey. Talk to you next time.